up, everybody, and welcome back to the Not So Late Show once again, and overall, the Never Alone podcast with me, your host and friend. Hopefully, Nadia Newman, thank you for joining me for today or tonight's episode of the Not So Late Show. Once again, another What's News. But I'm excited for this one. There's a lot to talk about, there's a lot to get through. So I'm excited to get through all the good stuff. And then afterwards, we can have a nice little chat and catch up um, on life. Well, it's not even been that long, but thank you for joining me for today's episode. I'm in a bit of a situation at the moment. Um, I'm taking quite a big chance. E- Wait. Yeah, I'm taking quite the chance right now because it is currently load shedding. <laughs> yes, obviously. I mean, this is this is what we're dealing with. It's load shedding, so there's no power in our house. Um, it was loading from 8 o'clock in the night, so it's currently 20 past 9 now. So it's from 8 o'clock till 10 o'clock, so there's like 40 minutes left. So I'm really relying on this episode being like longer than 40 minutes, so that by the time I'm done, I can upload it. Because I can't, I can't that's why, um, if you're wondering, like, I mean, <laughs> I was talking to myself the other day saying that, oh my word, I feel so like, uh, that I, because the previous episode, like, I didn't record, and I only recorded, like, on Sunday, and I was like, oh, I wish I recorded, like, oh, and I was kind of feeling really, like, guilty, I'm like, oh, whatever, and then I thought to myself, like, you know, you don't really have to, exp- like, I thought I had to, like, you know, plead my case to you, to, like, you guys, I guess, and be like, look, this is what happened, I'm so sorry, it will never happen again, you know, but then I I, th- I thought to myself, I really don't have to explain myself <laughs> that much, you know, I mean, just to, I will, obviously, I will do it just to, you know, let you guys know and on the loop, but I was, I was really letting, letting it get to me, and I was like, I don't have to explain myself that much, it's just that with load shedding, I can't, like, upload the episodes when I'm done, you know what I mean, and obviously, I'm not at home all the time, so I only, like, record when I can, like, every opportunity that I can record, that's when I record, you know, even if it's at the most random time, like, this morning, I was gonna record at the library, you know, because that was the only time I was, like, you know, free, but then I realized, oh, well, I don't have data, <laughs> so with load shedding, it takes away the Wi-Fi, and then I can't record record and upload so I'm really relying on this episode being long enough to the point that it we go past 10 o'clock and then by the time I'm done I can record it you see that's that's how I'm thinking but I'm also faced with another challenge um my phone which is like my source of recording is on six (laughs) percent so I don't know if it's gonna last but I I do trust that it will last because I put it on ultra battery save not just regular battery save ultra battery save so i i feel okay about that so it starts to go through six percent then five percent and then wait yeah and then four percent and then three and then two so we've got i think we're okay on that on that end but you know i don't want to like jinx anything but that's what we're dealing with i don't know if you can hear but we're in the car in the dark i usually put the light on 
but then I've been doing this thing and then I obviously realized the light you know drains the battery of the car so I'm not gonna do that anymore so I'm like in the dark I can't see my journal I my phone is on and yeah this is what we're dealing with I'm in my gown I just came back from I didn't just come back but I guess like four hours ago or like a couple of hours ago I came back from from hockey we played nice summer slam it was really fun um so it was nice to get back into the hockey thing again and just keep it going because I really enjoy it I'm gonna speak about hockey in a minute or after the news um because it's really like irrelevant now so, so stick around and I've got something like really big to tell you it's not that big but it's kind of big anyway self-check-in moment how are you doing I hope you're well I hope you're happy I hope you're healthy and I hope you're taking care of yourself now look it's Tuesday for me I usually record on a Monday, but it just felt wrong if I were to record yesterday because I recorded on Sunday. And then I was like, okay, if I record yes- yesterday, I've got like nothing to say. But I I, I would have had something to say because, yeah, anyway, it was just going to be like too much. So I was like, let me just like, you know, not do anything for a day and then come back to you guys and, you know, come back with something at least. So I hope you're, how- I hope you're well. I hope you're happy. I hope you're healthy. You know, I hope you're taking care of yourself today and every single day. And um, I hope you had a beautiful day today. I hope you enjoyed your day. You know, <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell you something really funny. So, okay, wait, first, if it didn't go so swell, you know what? It happens to the best of us, right? I mean, excuse me. So the sun will rise again and we go again tomorrow. You know, tomorrow's a new day, a new opportunity. So anyway... Thank you for joining me for today's episode. I'm really excited. I wanted to, so I was phoning somebody to wish them happy birthday, and I'm not gonna mention the name. We don't name drop here. I was phoning somebody to mention to wish them happy birthday, and I was like, it was kind of awkward, but it was, it was okay. I can say it was a relative, right? So I was like, happy, whatever. Hi, how are you? And then I, and then I was like, happy birthday. I, I, um. I hope you enjoyed your day. I hope you had a good day today. (laughs) They let you go like, oh, no, I did not have a good day at all. And I was like, ooh, that's awkward. But it's like, usually you just say thank you, like whatever. But this person like really went and said, I did not have a good day at all. Now, then I thought to myself, do they want me to ask what happened? Or do I just, you know, be like, oh, I'm so sorry and just like carry on. So I don't know what vibe that was giving but yeah that's I don't know it was just like something was going on um but it was really it was really awkward because I was like okay what do I do now okay you know it was at the end of the day um anyway that's just something I think I should just get into the news because I've got so much to say about the news and about other stuff um that I just want to get it all out so Usually there'd be some music after this little intro, but I cannot do that due to load shedding. So just like imagine like music when I say, you know, let's get into the news. Okay, so three, two, one, let's get into the news. Anyway, so where to begin? Formula One. The season has come to an end. The 2022 season has come to an end and it was emotional. Now, I don't know if you know, I know I talk a lot about Formula One here. I'm going to explain something in a second that I I was talking to myself the other day 
and I was like, you know what, anyway, so this is like, I would say technically my first full season watching Formula One as a genuine fan, you know what I mean, like from, I think it was Azerbaijan or something in the beginning, or we were somewhere, like, you know, in Australia, GP, that's like the beginning, whatever, whatever, I can't really, you know, remember now. Um, watching the season from beginning to end. Like, that's the, this is the first season, so it feels really like, ooh. But, I, I, you know, I've only been, like, a really a fan of Formula One for, like, two years now. I might be butchering that, I think. It might be a year and a half, but I'm going to say two years. Because when you watch Drive to Survive, and you think, oh, okay, then you start watching the races, and then you're into it, whatever. whatever. So I'm going to say two years I've been into Formula One now. So... Or a year and a half. Because I didn't watch a full season last year. I just watched, like, the last few races. If that makes sense. So, I don't I don't know if I can consider myself a genuine, like, fan fan. Because I feel like you'd have to watch the sport. Even with every other sport, you have to watch for at least, you know, five plus, plus years. If that makes sense. Because then you understand, like, the backstory maybe a little bit. Like, what happened prior in the past then you can kind of, you build a relationship, if that makes sense, so you have, you have this connection, but I'm only starting to get, you know, really into Formula One, like, I, it's really interesting to me, and I obviously have Drive to Survive to thank for that, because honestly, I'm being dead, like, really honest, if it wasn't for Drive to Survive, I would not have watched Formula One, because I just didn't really understand, you know, like, okay, it's just these people, like, racing around a track, you know, 54 times, like, there's nothing that goes into it, but there's so much, like, strategies and technical things and, you know, communication that goes behind just them writing, which I find really interesting, so I obviously have Drive to Survive to thank for that, and also, like, my one friend kind of, you know, showed me, like, the direct, like, really persuaded me to the direction of Drive to Survive, because I was like, I don't understand Formula 1 at all, so... I have to also have her to thank for getting me like addicted to this this um this sport. So um I don't consider myself a really I'll, only after I think like year three will I be like okay. I think I'm like a genuine fan now. Um what sucks is I don't have a TV in my house, so I don't watch the races. I only like follow it live because I have the Formula One app. And when it's race, like, you know, weekend, I always follow, like, the stats and qualities and practice and stuff like that. That's, like, the only way I can track it, like, live. Um, So it would be really fun, like, one day to just, like, actually watch it and be like... But it's always tricky because you can't really see, like... Okay, anyway. But um, it's been an eventful season. Obviously, we know that Max took his second world title congrats to him and then Mr. Charles Leclerc took the second position which I'm really happy for after the interesting season that Ferrari had you know but you know we make it through but on a more important note we say goodbye to a legend Mr. Sebastian Vettel oh now obviously it's it feels weird for me to say this because I didn't watch Seb like in his prime so I don't really have that connection that most people have with like Seb with his like Red Bull days and his Ferrari days and stuff like that. So I don't even I've only known him as like um him being an Aston Martin. 
you know. But I've really grown fond of him and his whole, you know, personality through watching Drive to Survive. And that's kind of how I have, like, that's, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to that in a second. That's kind of, like, how I built connection with these um, with these drivers to see if like okay I support this one because I align with their beliefs or whatever whatever you know so through Judge to Survive I was able to kind of you know grow fond of it oh, go grow fond of Seb and him just being such a genuine guy so obviously he's a bit older now I think he has a family so it just makes sense for him to retire I'm honestly surprised that Fernando Alonso hasn't retired but you know what it is what it is um but yeah, it was really like sinking in because obviously he announced it and I was like, oh, Seb's retiring. Yeah, we're sad. But then it really sunk in that, you know, next season we will not see this guy. He will not be on the grid. He will not be rah, rah, rah. He's going to do his own thing. And he's like, he's gone. And that's Seb like retiring or his Formula One career. But now moving on to somebody else. My favorite, I have to say, Mr. Daniel Ricard, R- Ricardo, um, Danny Boy. And it's like, it also sunk in, for me, sunk in for me. I mean, he's not retiring, but he's not on the 2023 grid. And that like breaks my heart because I don't know what it is, but his energy he brought such a fun energy and vibe to Formula One. You know, like I think him and Lewis um bring I don't know I'm not saying that others don't contribute anything but I'm just saying that these two particularly bring like something to to this for like Daniel brings the laugh the jokes he makes it really like really really fun and whatever Lewis brings the style the class and also just like a lot and everyone else is pretty funny but also pretty serious stuff like that I mean you need people like that but you know people like Daniel just make it so enjoyable to watch and you really root for the guy and support him because um you know he genuinely enjoys what he does and he tries to make the best out of every moment like I will never forget I watched I think it was on season three he said something I think when he like I don't know if it was racing for Renault yet yes I think it was Renault he said something that you know his goal for race day was to leave the track with no regrets no matter what happens and I was like I love that because that like forces you to give it your all and you leave this track having no regrets not judging yourself or feeling guilty of anything because you gave it your all and I really resonated with that so that I think that moment when I heard him say that and his like his he has this like really big passion for Formula One obviously when I heard that I was like okay okay, this guy is the guy, he's my man, this is the one, you know, and I've always, like, supported Daniel, I mean, since I've watched Formula One, because literally, I think he's on the first episode of Drive to Survive, when he's with Red Bull still, he's on the first episode, and that, the moment you see him, and his, like, energy, and laughs, and good, just, he's, he's just got, like, good energy, you know, around him, you're like, I like this guy, you know, I'm gonna root for this guy, he's so fun, he's, he make you can see he makes like the best out of every moment, which I really, really admire about him. You know, because obviously life can be really, really hard, and he's had some really tough times through Renault and obviously Red Bull and now McLaren. So even through the challenges, he's always found 
times to smile, to laugh and to have fun and really soak up um, the privilege of actually like being in Formula One and in these, you know, these teams. So him being very, a very present person has, is really admiring to me and hopefully to others as well. So to see him not on the grid for 2023, it's like, oh my word, what, what am I going to do? It's like, it's crazy. But also I had, I had this weird thing that I was like, I just, I don't know what it was because it's always interesting when someone steps away from a sport for like a little bit and then they come back a completely different person, but like in a good way, like they have this new, you know, driven passion for, it's like, so I do think he's going to come back with like quite the, the bang and impact, you know what I mean? So it's more of like, it's not like I, I say to myself, it's not like a goodbye. It's more of like a see you soon. You know what I mean? So it gives me kind of peace of mind to know that we'll hopefully see him again on on the grid in the future, 2024, hopefully. Um, but yeah, that is, <laughs> look, just because he's not on the grid doesn't mean I'm not gonna follow, you know, like him around. He's, I follow him on Instagram and he's just got like this good energy about him that when I see his page, I'm like, oh. And he has his clothing line. He has his clothing line. I think it's called Oshante, which means um, nice to meet you in, in French. Um, and I was like, I need this in my life. I need like one, a Daniel Ricciardo clothing brand, like shirt, pants, whatever hoodie. I need one in my life, you know. So I don't know. But yeah, that's that. And I was going to say something now, but I forgot. God. Oh, as I said, Daniel brings like, he just brings good energy to the grid. And then I thought to myself, I feel I'm going to need that person now for 2023. And for some reason, like, I don't know the guy at all. I feel like Nick DeFries is going to be my guy in 2023. I don't know why. But I saw the a video of, I think, I don't know, was he in Williams or something? But he was a something driver for Mercedes. But now he's at um, Alpha Tauri, which is like the Red Bull thing, basically. Um, and I saw this video of like someone like, they were, it was like a joke. And I don't know why, just looking at that video and just like his energy, I was like, he's going to be my guy next year. You know, like, obviously people like Lewis are always going to be, I'm going to support him, like, always. But also, like, Daniel was my guy in 2022, and obviously always. But I feel like Nick DeFries is going to be the one that I'm rooting for. I don't know why, but I think it's also his rookie year, so I don't know why. I'm just going to, like, I'm going to root for him. I don't know what it is, but he's going to be my guy next year. You know, so I'm gonna support him, even though he's like with Alpha Tower, which is like basically Red Bull, you know, another Red Bull. It's okay. You mean I mean we saw Pierre Pierre Gasly thrive a little bit in in, in Alpha Tower now, who's at Al Alpine, Alpine, I don't know how to say it, with Esteban Ocon, which is gonna be interesting. And then there's who okay, let's think about the new people coming in. There's Oscar Piastri for McLaren, there's Nick DeFries, there's I actually don't know. Okay, people switch, like Pierre Gasly switched to Alpine. And I think, what's his name? Fernando Alonso went to Aston Martin. Because he was in Alpine. Oh, that's interesting. And then Lance Stroll is still there. I don't know why. 
I don't hate Lance, but I don't like him either. You know, it's very, like, neutral. Anyway, and guess who's coming back? Nico Ukenberg. Ever since Daniel said it like that, I, I, I can't say his name properly. I feel so bad that I'm butchering his name, but I think it's Nico Ukenberg. Um, I'm really excited to see him back. I hope. I'm also rooting for him a little bit as, like, an underdog because watching Drive Survivor, I think he hasn't won a race or got a podium, I don't believe. And he's been, like, in Formula 1 for so long. So it'll be, I feel like it'd be really special for him to get, like, a podium or a win or something. I mean, he's joining Haas, so I don't know <laughs> how possible that's going to be. But I think also with him joining the team, being around in Formula 1 for so long, I I think, what what's his name, Gunther said that... <laughs> He brings, like, experience, and so that will be really valuable to a team like Haas, especially. But with that, I'm really happy Nico's back. I mean, with uh, with that being said, on a sad part, Mr. Mick Schumacher is not on the grid either. Now, I've, I don't really, like, I don't say I don't really care about Mick Schumacher. I mean, we know his dad is, like, a legend. But Mick was always, like, this sweet little boy or this guy, the sweet guy, you know, that is really, really good and everyone likes. So it's really... I mean, honestly, he doesn't deserve to be in a team like Haas or, like, Haas because he needs to be somewhere else. I'm sorry, but Haas did not do the man justice. I think Toto was saying that he belongs in, like, Mercedes or something. So to see him as a Mercedes reserve driver would be really cool. Um, but yeah, it's also really sad to see Mick, to to see Mick not, not be on the grid, you know, but you know, these things happen. I mean, I'm going to be really interested the first race, even though it really means nothing, but, um, I'll be interested to see how that goes. So yeah, I think that's all for, I mean, Abu Dhabi was obviously Max took his 15th one of the season, go Max, and... The Kler got second place, which is really good. Um, who else did really well? Lando got in the points. I'm also rooting for Lando. I want Lando to win a race. I I said like on the the podcast Twitter that who won? George won his first Formula One race, and then I said Lando's next. Unless I've missed something and he's already won a race, but I don't think so. And I'm rooting for Lando to win a race, and. Carlos Sainz to win a race. I think that'll be really, really special. Um, who else? Uh, Pierre's already won one. Hmm. Maybe, ooh, you know, be really, um, what's his name? Alex Albon. Mm. Yeah, he's had some tough times. Uh, has he even gotten a podium? I'm not sure, but it'd be really special to see him, to see him get a po- get a podium or win a race. But yeah, I think that's, concluding my formula one thing um they're on break now so i've got nothing to follow that gives me time to catch up on charge survive i'm still on season three i'm like towards the end then i'll watch season four and then whatever wow wow wow. so i want to be like up to date that makes sense but i'm i think where i am what i can remember is the last episode i watched was when pierre won monza which I remember hearing about, but I didn't really, like, register. But I was like, okay, that's so cool. 
um, I was really happy for him. It was very like, I feel like important thing to win. But I'm so I don't know why, but I'm so excited for Daniel's episode when he won Monza with McLaren. Oh, I watched their video. I watched the video of him winning like on YouTube. But I want to see the Drive to Survive um, episode, so that'll be really really exciting to see. Anyway, I think that's enough of of Formula One. Oh my soul, my phone is on four percent. It's okay. We're gonna make it. Yeah, we are gonna make it. Right? Well, I hope so. Okay. Moving on. What should we go to? Tennis or soccer? Let's go tennis first. The Nito ATP Finals in... Um, okay, I'm also thinking, I think it's Torino or Turin. Oh, but it's in Italy, okay. Has concluded and we have a winner. I mean, I knew he was going to win, to be honest. Because he's been... His, he has been in insane form. And there's always something... Of, okay, anyway. Novak Djokovic took the title, rightfully so. And I don't know, but there's always something about players who have families that just something happens you know obviously like the, t- the reason is it gives them something to play for or whatever but they're just like a different person when they have children or family it's insane so I mean take nothing away from Djokovic he played really really well in the ATP finals um, I'm lucky for Casper Ruud. I mean, his, I feel like Casper's time will come because he's been in like Grand Slam finals and stuff, but he just hasn't been able to. Same with Stefanos Tsitsipas also has been in, has he been in a Grand Slam final, but he's been in like, I think Masters something finals and he just hasn't like, you know, but it will, it will, it will come, I think. And obviously, unfortunately, Nadal didn't make it to the semifinal stage, but he did have a really, really nice win. Um, against Casper Ruud in the last match of the year for him I feel like who else played really well this week Rublev played really well this week Tsitsipas should throw some shade at Rublev for absolutely no reason I think he was being kind of salty but it's just what it is and I love how Rublev responded to him but he didn't, he didn't even really respond. He just, like, you know, that's what I... Anyway. So that's that. I'm really... I'm missing one person who was there. There was... Oh! Felix Ojeda-Yassim. And Taylor Fritz. Oh, Taylor Fritz did really well. I think... Oh, my God. He was really unlucky against Djokovic. I remember seeing that... I think it was, like, 5, 4, 30 or in the second set. And... Taylor was serving and then he got a backhand to go down the line and someone in the crowd screamed and then it was there to replay the point and those things are so it's kind of unfair but it's so out of your control because that moment is so pivotal in a sense that that could have been like anything and obviously Djokovic was probably like mad but I feel like a bit of him was like oh yes now that person who screamed was probably obviously on Djokovic's side so that. Then again, it's it's unfair, but it's out of your control because you can't control what that person does in the stands to just scream to make Taylor miss or to, you know, create that distraction. But that just really, really sucks for on Taylor on Taylor's end. You know, that's unlucky. But he played really well this this in the in the ATB finals. So 
there's also I don't know. I was saying that I don't hate Taylor Fritz, but there's something about him that is like ugh to me. I mean, he's an amazing player, and I really you know admire his his you know determination and just like hard work ethic or whatever. But there's like I don't know. He has like like this way. I don't want to say it's arrogance because I don't think it's arrogance. I think it's just a lot of confidence, which is nice. But it's like I don't know. Anyway, but with that being said, it's I'm in. I feel like next year is gonna be interesting. Oh, my phone is literally gonna die. I think it's gonna die. I'm scared. Okay, when it gets to two percent, I'm gonna pause, and then go to the chart. Okay, so set the scene. It's currently ten to ten, right? Do you think I can make? to um what do you think i can make it till one percent in 10 minutes we'll see so when it gets to two percent i'm gonna pause and then i'll literally wait till 10 o'clock um what was i going with this oh i feel like next year is gonna be a really interesting year because you know nadal's in a weird phase now you know he's becoming a father you know, like, he's constantly injured as well, um, Djokovic is also in a really weird position, like, he has a family, his family's growing, he's also real realizing his, like, limits-ish, but he, he says he's obviously gonna play till he can, and also, literally, Nadal said he's gonna play till he's, he's gonna die for it, or whatever, like, the level, so that, to see that, you know, um, what is it called motivation or just like determination at that age to just you know do your best and carry on playing and you know carry on the sport that you love is really it's really nice to see but I mean the these young players are really you know coming up so who knows how long that will that will last but I feel like you know Felix had a really good end of the year to the year personally and also Rublev is playing really well. Casper is coming. What's his name? Tsitsipas has been good. You know, Zverev, who knows when he's going to come back. And also Rune and all these young players, they're coming. So I'm excited for next year. I think next year is going to look really different in terms of champions and who takes what titles away. It's not going to be as predictable as it has been for the last, like, 10 years. Um, which was, like, it was safe, but it's, like, it's kind of boring, you know? But that just shows how good, how good the big the big three have been, to be honest. But yeah, that was that. Also, it's kind of like the end of the tennis season as well. Like it's just like it's like it's just the end of the season, except for soccer, which I will get into in a moment. But yeah, everyone's like on holiday at the moment, so they're chilling. With that being said, the World Cup has begun. I think it began two days ago, Sunday, and it kicked off with Qatar and Ecuador, and Ecuador beat Qatar, their home, <laughs> you know, I, it was, like, on Monday, yesterday, this was, like, all that they were saying on the radio, that they were, like, okay, so Bafana Bafana is not the worst host nation that has, you know, because Qatar is obviously hosting, and then they, they lost their opening match, okay, against Ecuador so that's a bit like that's that's rough 
to take. Um, you know what? I think I'm going to conclude this, the World Cup thing, and then I'm going to pause. Because I don't feel safe pausing on 2%. It's like 9.52 now. I'm, I'm playing, like, in, in engineering. Well, in like the car, I'm like on the red line at the moment. I'm playing with fire, because if I lose all this, I will literally throw it. I'm kidding. No, but the World Cup has has begun. Obviously, Qatar lost opening match. England went off to a really good start with my main man Jude Bellingham scoring his debut goal in the World Cup. Marcus Rashford also scoring. Saka also scoring. Who else scored? Raheem Sterling also scored. So, a flying start for England against, who was it, I- Iran, I think. And I think I found out today that Argentina lost to Saudi Arabia. So, that's interesting. And then Wales drew, and Netherlands won. So, I wanted to say about, like, my predictions, right? So, everyone's been saying, like, Brazil, 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 and, like, Portugal, whatever, Argentina, whatever. And I do think those are obviously valid predictions. But I... Okay, Brazil, they're looking really, really good. Portugal is looking good. But I also, like, don't underestimate this England team. Honestly, and obviously the Netherlands are like... They're like dark horses to me. I don't know why. Um, Spain, I'm not seeing too much action. Germany, I don't know. But I'm really... Like, Brazil's looking crazy. Also, like... Yeah, I'm. I'm just saying, don't undermine this England team. We've got Mr. Harry Kane, Jude Bellingham. We've got Marcus Rashford, Raheem. Oh, it's like a like pretty, you know, good players. But I think there's something about those the Europe teams that makes sense. Well, isn't it all Europe actually? Yeah, there's something about those like other teams like Brazil. They've got this other flair, and also with Portugal and Argentina, they they just got something, you know. I'm not saying that England doesn't have that thing. I'm just saying that they've got something about them. But it's going to be really, really interesting um, to see where it goes. But I'm excited. You know, it's... I don't... I, I also, like, forget that South Africa also hosted the World Cup in 2010, 2010. And I remember it, it was a massive... Like, it was huge, especially for our country... But I just, I forget that we were once a host nation, <laughs> you know. And I remember, I did watch one game in Rebecca and in the Eastern Cape. And it was, it was either, it was Uruguay and Germany, I think. Uruguay and Germany or Argentina and Germany. I think it was Ur- Uruguay and Germany. I remember we watched it and it was like, it was like, it was so full. I mean, I was like six years old, so I don't remember everything. But I do remember being in the stadium. Um, but I also, I forget that we hosted the World Cup once. It was a massive thing in our country. So many, so much music, songs, vuvuzelas. When last time I seen vuvuzela, but it was really, really big. Um, and then I I forget, like, the World Cup happens every four years, you know, so that kind of slips my mind sometimes. So, yeah, now it's in Qatar. (laughs) But yeah, you know... I don't know how long the World Cup is, but I think it's obviously France won last time. Also, France, I don't know what's going to go on there because they don't have Paul Pogba. They do not have N'Golo Kante as well, who are their like midfield 
kings. So I don't know what that dynamic is going to look like. But I think it's going to be really strong. It's going to be really tough. Because also, like, they mentioned that the World Cup only happens every four years, right? So, like, people like Neymar, Ronaldo, Messi, and all these older guys, this is potentially their last World Cup. You know, because then the next... Well, I don't know, but... The next World Cup will be when they're like... I don't know how old Ronaldo is. I think he's like 35 or something. Will be when they're like 40 years old. So... A lot can happen in four years. So I think this is like potentially their last World Cup. Which is like weird. Because it feels like an the end of an era. Right? Like it just feels like the end of... It's going to be nuts. The day that Ronaldo, Messi and like Neymar... They retire is going to be insane. Like even... What's his name... Oh my word, the fact that I don't know his name. Piquet in from Barcelona when he retired, it was like, whoa. You know, like that's that was also insane. Um but yeah, and also speaking of like age a little bit, I didn't know that Lewis Hamilton was like thirty thirty seven is he thirty seven years old? But he's I didn't know he was that old. Obviously, because I haven't been like in the sport that much, but I just didn't know he was that old. He looks really good for okay i might be wrong he's probably like 38 35 maybe i don't know but he i thought he he gives he gave me 28 vibes 27 vibes you know so that was definitely strange to see but yeah the work it's still early days you know we're still in the group stages so there's not much juice or meat to the world cup yet um but it gets really intense when we get into the meat of it, which is always exhilarating and really fun. But yeah, that's the World Cup concluded, and kind of, that was like a sports segment. I, I think I'm becoming a sports show, a sports review show. Um, I, I spoke about this in the previous episode, but I'll speak about it again. Is that... This is more, like, relevant in this episode, to be honest. Emma Chamberlain! My girl Emma is partnering exclusively with Spotify from 2023. What do we think? I'm excited. I, it's gonna be weird. I said, I go back to like the previous episode and just like count how many times I said the word weird because I said it so many. I'm saying it's gonna be weird because. I don't know for for me at least when I listen to the Anything Goes podcast is. I'm so used to just listening. Oh, I just hit my earring. I'm so used to... Okay, we're doing good. We're still on 3%. There's one more until 10. So, I'm so used to listening to Emma and just listening to her. Like, I listen to her when I wash the dishes. You know what I mean? Like, that's like when I listen to her or when I go to sleep or when I'm just doing some random activity. That's when I listen to Emma. Like, it's the my phone is in my pocket, either listening in earphones or from my phone... You know, I don't have to worry too much about looking at her, which is always something less to worry about, which is nice. But now, I said in the episode that now that there's, like, an opportunity to see her, it's like, oh. But it's also really exciting because I said I really like video podcasts. Like, I think they are more telling in a sense of, like, facial expressions, and just, like, you can see when someone is, like, excited about a topic, or when they're really enthusiastic and passionate, and I like to see the expression, so that's what I like about video, you know, podcasts, you know, and 
just the fact that she's going to be do it obviously with like it's giving very much call her daddy vibes like i said you know call her daddy is also very is exclusive to spotify um so that's really exciting but then again i was saying that oh the power is back i think i was saying okay i was saying that i don't know if i'm gonna watch it i think i'll watch a few or like one or two and see what the vibe is if i'm not into it then i just won't watch and continue to listen to to her as i was but if i like it i might like actually you know because sometimes i literally put a podcast down and sit and watch and listen and eat you know maybe i'll do that with her but it's gonna be weird like seeing her face and you know i don't know if, I, if i'm gonna like the vibe like i was saying how is that gonna how is that dynamic gonna work you know are we, is she going to, like, interact with the camera? Is she not going to interact with the camera? Because when you're doing audio only, you could not care less, like, what you look like, you know, like, where you are. You don't worry too much about that stuff. But now there's going to be, like, video. She's probably going to have to think about, okay, what am I going to wear? Like, how do I look? You know, there's going to be more of that awareness, which I really hope doesn't affect, like, the quality of the episodes, which, I mean, probably won't. But that's just, like, what I'm thinking at the moment. Um, my phone is on 3%. Still going good. <laughs> so, and I was just saying that we know her. Well, I at least I know her for recording, like, on her bed with her mic and her iced coffee or whatever. So that's, like, the standard, you know, set if you if you must. But now, with, like, this whole thing, are they going to, like, build a set for her? Like, what's that going to look like? Because she's also going to be interviewing with or doing episodes with other people which is like whoa because same as with just audio it feels really intimate not in not in a weird way but just like you feel this like connection when it's just you know you and emma i guess and it's just her talking through this mic or whatever so there's no third party involved so it feels really connected and intimate in a non-weird way get your head out of the gutters um which has always been felt really really special that's why i say they there's like a power in having audio only you know because that shows that you know you capture like your audience with just like your voice and your way of storytelling and stuff like that but obviously emma we know what she looks like so we've like she started on youtube and then progressed to, to podcast so that fan base came to here but if you are like organically um audio only and you grow a really like connected community just by audio it shows like there's a there's a real power in having audio only and being able to create that strong connection with with people who support you you know so um i'm like acting like i know what i'm talking about but that's kind of just like what i think how much is it okay we're on two percent so i'm gonna click okay okay let's just take a pause for a second i'm gonna click (laughs) i'm gonna click the pause button i'm gonna go charge my phone for like 10 minutes and then i'm gonna come back I think that sounds like a plan because if this switches off now and i lose all of this i'm gonna lose my mind so i will see you soon and i'm back hello so to you i have not been gone at all but i've been gone for like 25 minutes to charge my phone and i just had a little bit of a a scare and i'm still a little bit nervous but i put my phone off 
and then not off off but I just like let it charge and then now like the audio was like uploading but now I thought I lost it because it wasn't showing and I was like oh so it's busy like uploading now or downloading or whatever but I just fingers crossed like cross fingers me that it actually worked I mean if you listen to this whole episode then it must have worked so I was at if I can remember talking about Emma partnering with Spotify and just the whole dynamic I think I said that I think they're probably gonna build the set and I don't know how I feel about that but I think it's just what needs to be done if she's obviously gonna have guests on it's gonna be interesting to see her interact with guests I think it's gonna be very very obviously very different but it's gonna be new it's gonna be fun I think the fact that she's trying different things and I kind of branching out of that makes sense is really exciting excuse me so that's gonna be fun um yeah and I'm happy for her obviously I've said a lot you know I've probably said a lot that's like much but then again it's gonna be weird but more different not a bad thing it's just different but I'm excited to see to see where it goes so yeah I mean I love visual like visuals like that's my kind of goal for this podcast is to do video podcasts but that's like a whole other challenge on its own that I'm not ready to tackle yet I think when I'm in when I'm a bit more comfortable on my own and able to you know get like equipment to do it myself and stuff like that but I'm not rushing anything honestly I'm just we're chilling you know we're cruising we're having fun we're really cherishing this stage of this just the stage you know who knows what happens next maybe I do get visuals maybe I don't maybe something happens I don't know but what I do know is that right here right now feels good and I feel very content and happy with just this and I think that's important to realize before you you know try and go crazy I think I I heard something that the not material but like the the oh, not content but like let me just say material is more important than just like equipment because equipment equipment and you know stuff won't make you like a better like artist or whatever um it might enhance your thing but you just first have to get like your your things in a row like your craft right if that makes sense so all in all to put it natural i'm just having fun with it i'm not rushing anything and i'm having a good time you know yeah, I think that's 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 it with the news. That's all I've got to say right now. I can't think of anything else at the top of my head. Um, no, that's pretty. That's pretty much it. Um, so now the best part of this is that we just get to hang out and talk about anything. So let me start. <laughs> I I was saying in the beginning of this episode that I was nervous for something. Like, I am I think I said that. I don't remember. But I was saying that I'm really stressed for something. And that thing is what's happening tomorrow. So tomorrow is the first team trials for hockey. And you might be thinking, oh, I thought, like, your hockey season was over. What's going on? You, you're right. It is over. But the coach, like, asked my friend and I to come and just, you know, watch as well and then he also asked us to umpire right like umpire the game and I'm like okay I'm umpire you know I the reason why I'm scared is because I don't know how to umpire 
Like, I, I don't know. I, I barely know the rules of the game. Like, I, when I was playing, you might think, oh, but you were playing. Like, you surely, you know. I mean, I know, like, like a foot, like the basics. But I don't know how to umpire or, like, officiate or, like, blow the whistle. I don't, I don't know how that works. And I was like, if I, I can, I don't, when I was playing, I hardly knew the rules of the game. You know what I mean? So now I must be the judge of like other people playing. And I kid you not, people who are actually going to be playing on the the Astro tomorrow know the rules better than me, who's going to be the one umpiring and offici- officiating. So I'm, I don't know why. The reason why I'm stressed is that I want to do a decent job. Obviously, it's not like an actual game. You know, it's just trial. So there's not going to be like, it's not going to be, it's serious, but it's not going to be like that deep. In a sense that I'm going to be, you know, blowing for, like, penalty corners or, like, for actual cards. It's just, like, for, like, the basics of foot, obstruction, stick tackles, whatever, whatever. But even those things are not, like, my judgment on that stuff is very poor. <laughs> you know, even as a player, I don't even know when that, when I'm doing something if it's wrong or not. So now I must be the one to call if this thing is, is like, not wrong and blow the whistle and stuff like that. So... But a part of me is really stressed because I want to do a decent job so that the the trials flow and there's not too much top start, top start, and stuff like that. Um, and it was so weird because like the my the coach I don't say my coach but the the coach asked me because obviously we were in the team last year and I was walking first. Like actually, my friend asked me first because she's writing business tomorrow and she was like, "Am I do I write business? Do I take business?" And I was like, "No." And then she was like, um, yeah, because I'm, she's writing, so she can't go to trials. So someone needs to umpire with my other friend. So she asked me if I can umpire, and I was like, uh, uh, umpire, I, was like, I can't umpire, I don't know how to umpire. And she was like, just blow for anything that looks funny, <laughs> you know? And, uh, and so she first asked me, and then only today, the, the coach officially asked if I want, if I could umpire um, tomorrow, and I was like, yeah, whatever, even though I have no idea what I'm gonna do, because I don't know the rules, I mean, I know, but it's like, people are gonna judge me for, like, if I do something wrong, but then I remember it's just trials, and usually it's not that deep, but also, you want to do, like, a decent job, if that makes sense, um, but I'm doing it with my friend, which gives me a bit more comfort, I mean, even she barely knows how to, to umpire, but we'll see how it goes. I mean, a part of me is really excited to do this something new and kind of, in a way, test my knowledge of the game, even though I have very little of it. Um, but I think it's going to be fun. You know, obviously, I want to do, uh, then again, a decent job. Not be an exceptional umpire, but just, you know, call the obvious things. Like, okay, that's a foot, you know, free hit or something like that. You know, stay five. And just like the basics, you know. So that's what I'm stressed about. And literally, I was watching videos on how to umpire now because I genuinely don't know, like, some of the rules. I'm just, like, I was watching the basics. So then tomorrow, even, I'm going to go to the library. I'm done writing, by the way. Well, okay, wait. I'll get into that later. But I'm going to go to the library. And then I'm going to sit outside there for, like, a long time. Um, And then I'm going to watch more videos of umpiring and stuff like that. And then we go inside to do something else. And then as I go back to, to the Astro to watch more videos on umpiring, just to know, like, some knowledge of, like, what I'm going to do. If that makes sense. 
But I also, like, a part of me is really stressed, but then a part of me is, like, v- like really excited because it's going to be a different experience and I'm really excited. Um, I'm just not excited for, like, the players to give me weird looks if I make, like, a funny call. Um, but then again, it's not that deep. I think I'm, maybe I'm thinking too much of it. But, yeah, anyway. Um, yes. So, yeah. I'm done writing. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm lying. I'm done writing. Okay, technically, I'm done, like, my subjects. Like, my chosen subjects being biology, geography, and physics. Like, I'm done with that stuff. I I wrote geography today. It was actually not bad. But there was some stuff I genuinely didn't know. So that was that was nice, but it was okay for the most part. I'm I'm going for I think like a sixty if I'm thinking, maybe I'm thinking too much, but sixty percent is like where I'm where my head was at at the time. Um, it was such a relief to be finished with it. I mean, I love geo, but I don't really like economic geography and rural and urban sediments it's very interesting honestly it's really interesting but i just don't like it that much that makes sense like i just won't go out of my way to you know learn about that stuff i love you know climate and weather and what's it called geomorphology that's more interesting to me um that's what i like that more um so writing paper two is kind of a nightmare for me but it's over now when i handed in my my textbook, I have never felt more of a release. It wasn't more of like a... It wasn't as... It's not like, okay, because maths and physics is more like a weight on your shoulders. You know, geography is more like a drag. You know, it's just like a, it's like a sack. You know, you're just dragging it on the ground. It's just like, you know, it's there, but it's not really there. You know, you know it's there, but it's like not doing that much. But it's just, it's there. You can feel its weight. So to... That sack is like gone now, and it's you know, it feels really, really good to be finished with it. Only, I've only got three, sub, three, three tests left. Not subjects, three tests. So I've got Afrikaans paper, paper two, which is on Thursday, which is poetry, uh, which is comprehension. Wait, no, I'm lying. It's poetry and then it's a, a drama or like a play and then that's it. And then next week is my last week, which is going to be paper three, English, which is literally just essays. Like, I'm going to do a creative essay, and then transactional writing, and then another transactional. And then the last one, which is that Friday, is going to be um, Afrikaans paper three, which is the same thing, you know, creative writing, which is... It's such a nightmare to write Afrikaans paper three because especially when it's not your first language, I mean, I make it so basic. In term in term three, for trials, I got 90% for, for Afrikaans, but it was so, like, it was really basic, but you know what, it worked. Um, so, I will be done by next week, Friday. And then that Saturday, I'm going to, I have to go to Cape Town to to write my SATs for, you know, my America thing. Hopefully I get a, a scholarship. Like, I'm really crossing fingers now. I don't know why, because before I wasn't, not worried, but I I feel like I need to, you know, get moving now for some reason. Um, But I still have faith that everything's going to be okay. But I'm writing my SATs that Saturday. And then the next week, on the 6th of December, I'm writing... 
my learner's test. Um, I should probably, like, I think next week I'll start studying. Because I'm, like, not thinking about it now. Um, so, yeah, that's my... And then after that, it's just whatever. I mean, it depends. Like, am I going to do this lifeguarding thing? I need to send them a message. Okay, tomorrow morning I'm going to send them a message and ask, like, what's cooking. And then I think either either Friday or if they don't like reply to me or whatever then I have to go to like a restaurant and ask like because I know the restaurants do holiday holiday jobs and the applications must be like open now mid-November so that we can do training and then get into it in in um in what's this thing called in in December so I don't know I'm in a weird position at the moment But it's fine. You know, I think... I just need to earn that cash money. That's, like... That's all I need to do. I mean, the if I don't end up doing the life thing, it's going to be really, like, a, a sore wound because I was really excited about it. But it's just, like, they haven't been, like, communicating at all with it. So it's just really tricky to plan whatever, whatever. Because I also want to play tournaments in early J- J- January. So, like, if I can't do that, you know, what what then? You know what I mean? So, it's just really tricky at the moment. But it's fine. I'm just going to focus on what's at hand, which is umpiring this thing tomorrow. Um, then again, I'm excited, but so really stressed. But I feel, I don't know, I was saying to my friend that when we write paper three, because paper three is also like a drag, it's just, you need a lot of, like, your creative juices in your head really need to be flowing, and you must really feel like writing a story, if that makes sense. So, I was like, that morning I write English paper three, I'm gonna have to be, like, have a lot of energy, and just be, because, like, I remember for the trial exams, which was in September... We wrote, we, what? We, we wrote the, the paper three, but I was so, because I was sick. I remember, I remember this. I was so sick for this paper three and Afrikaans. Afrikaans is the worst because I genuinely thought I wasn't going to make it. Not in like a dying way, but in a sense that I was going to put up my hand and say, I can't write this paper now. I need to go to, I need to go home. I need to go to sick bay or something because I was so sick that when we were reading, I was, like, falling asleep, and I was coughing, it was just, like, really bad, so I wrote my creative essay, and then I'll take, like, a 10-minute, like, sleep, close my eyes for 10 minutes, and then I'd, like, wake up, write my transactional, and sleep for 15, and then write another transactional, and then at the end, I would just, when I was done, oh my word, I think, because I write the Afrikaans on fairly quickly, so I was done with, like, 35 minutes left, I slept that whole 35 minutes, and I didn't care if I was snoring because my nose was blocked, but I was, like, I was out, you know, no one could wake me up, and then I had this, like, weird, like, what do you call it, this weird, you know when you just, like, vibrate or fidget awake when you're sleeping, you know, that was, that was what happened, like, a shock awake that happened to me, that's the only thing that woke me up, and then I was so happy to be done with that paper, so I was, those that was a very bad experience, but I mean I got ninety percent for it, so um that's nice. 
but it was yeah so i just need to be really energized not falling asleep during the paper yeah to write my story and i want to write a good story i'm nervous about it but also really excited to see what i can cook up and come up with you know so i remember my english one it was really good i really liked writing it but i was beating around the bush so much because frank quite frankly i didn't know what i wanted to say so i was really like beating around it and not getting to the point because i didn't even know what the point was but that just made it like really interesting anyway um enough about school i'm talking too much about school what am i doing um commercial break i think that's enough you know let me try and let me find something random to speak about and then i'll i'll end it off because i do need to sleep you know i actually don't have to wake up tomorrow like it's not necessary for me to wake up tomorrow but it's either i wake up with my cousin at like five o'clock in the morning and go to the library and actually like study um and then go to these trials and do this thing and go to tennis or i wake up like at 10 o'clock you know do my thing here and then walk to school which takes me like an hour and i'm just i don't i don't have that energy you know so and i think i'll just be more productive at the library even this morning at the library i i did okay i did study some rural sentiments like don't don't get me wrong i studied but i when i went inside because i sat outside for like I did a, a voice recording, but I'm not going to, like, import that because I'm scared of what happens. But I sat outside, studied for, like, an hour and a half or a little bit. And then I went inside. I went on Architectural Digest, <laughs> looked at some furniture, some ar- architecture and design and interior design. was really interesting. And also this this thing of, like, a space hotel in 2025, which is very interesting. And I was there for like 45 minutes and then I studied rural settlements, rural and urban settlements. And then at like 12, when load shedding came back, I walked to school. I was, I didn't eat at all today. I had breakfast, which was like an egg sandwich, which I have every day. And then I went the entire day till like... Only when I came back home, which was at like half past six, maybe seven o'clock. Till then, I didn't eat at all. I just drank my water. Uh, so from, from okay, what time did I finish eating this morning? Let's say I finished eating at like half past six. From half past six till like half past six at, at night or seven o'clock, I didn't eat. I just drank water. And obviously it wasn't that bad, but it's just that my stomach was grumbling so much that it was annoying that it's just like a reminder that okay i need to eat food or like why is my stomach grumbling so i just like downed water a lot and then i came home and i had some oats some oats i don't know i don't know why i had oats because oats is supposed to give you like energy but i had oats but oats is really filling as well so i had oats and a coffee and then I watched How to Empire, and then I ate a a um a peanut butter and jam sandwich with lemon tea. So that's what I've eaten today. But it's okay, you know. I mean, I was saying I didn't really need that much energy today, but my my body does need food. I realize that. And tomorrow is gonna be the same thing as today. 
but it's fine. I think it's good for me, you know, I, I do, I've said, I've expressed in the past that I do have this weird, like, thing with overeating, when I really do not have to, um, so this kind of, I, th- I feel like this keeps me in check, it's making sure that you really don't need to eat now, but, I mean, lunch is very important, at least for me, because, like, my lunch, lunch is, like, two o'clock, maybe one o'clock, not at twelve. You know, so that from 2, I eat at 2, and then I'm good up until, like, 8, 9 o'clock. So, but it's really impossible for me to pack, to pack a packed lunch. I might just, like, pack myself some carrots tomorrow, just so that I eat and get some, you know, nourishment into my body. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's it for me. Oh, I said I was going to bring something up that... Let's see what I have in my notes. I usually write nonsense in my notes. So, okay, that's too late now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've actually got nothing yet. Mm, interesting. Yeah, no, I've got, I've literally got nothing nothing here let me i can say this though um it's not that deep i wrote you oh this is weird okay this is actually so i don't know if you know but i do have a a vision board now to be honest vision boards i never really understood it i mean i know vision board is to have like a physical thing that you see every single day to what you wanting to achieve or what what you want in your life which is really really good but i have it on my phone which i feel like defeats the purpose but it's fine because that's all i can do so i have a vision board it's like three but they're like one you know what i mean so i have that and i was looking at them the other day i don't know what was happening i was looking at them because it's like a really good reminder to like you know maybe like what i want to achieve with my life or what things i want to pursue and do whatever um so it's always like a reminder to kind of see like i was even listening to rob dial this this morning anyway it was the mindset mentor i love that podcast so it's like you know looking at these make remind me of why maybe I do the things I I'm doing like why do I do this podcast obviously because it's really fun but maybe there's something I really want to do what what you know it's just like stuff like that and the one night I don't know maybe it was like my hormones or my emotions were just like really heightened but I was looking at the one vision board and I started to tear like I was like crying but okay I was listening to music at the same time and I've expressed in the past that music doesn't make me cry like I don't know why it's just there's only like two songs that I cry to um but they are connected to like series anyway I was crying not like you know like wailing I wasn't like I was just like tearing up when I was looking at these vision boards and I was like what is going on you know I and I just was like overcome with emotion I don't know what it was but it was really weird you know and I it was like a lot and then I wrote my, like that same night I wrote in my journal all in on my phone because it was the only thing I had was um where is it now oh did I oh I wrote yeah having dreams is such a beautiful and magical thing 
that's, that's, that's all I wrote. And I was like, whoa. I mean, to the point where I was just looking at this vision board. And it's got, like, a couple of images in it. Like, I'd say, like, ten. And I was looking at them, and I'm, you know, and it just made me cry. And I was like, what is happening? You know? And obviously, I was very, like, whoa. I just full-on had, like, I just full-on, like, cried looking at, what like, my dreams <laughs> or whatever. But it was just definitely a moment. And then I wrote, I mean, on its own, having dreams is so special. Then again, quoting the alchemist this is, like, my favorite thing ever. The possibility of a dream coming true is on make life exciting I think and so exciting so you know just like the possibility that it that could happen is I don't know it's but I don't know if it was cry worthy but it was definitely a lot a lot of emotion but I, that's all that I'll leave you if you have dreams you know you'll never know if they'll come true or not but just like the possibility that it could happen is already really exciting and you know, your actions, then again, like, the, I listened to the Mindset Measure this morning, and it's called, the episode was 1% better every single day, every day, and it, it really, like, in a way hit me, um, and it made me think, I don't know if you, if you've made it thus far, but, um, there's always, like, sometimes, you know, let's say you read a book, like, a self-help book, whatever, and you read, and you don't remember, like, most of the stuff, but there's always these, like, certain phrases that stick out to you, and you just remember, you know, and it makes me, like, think, like, why do I remember this? Like, why was this the thing that stuck into my mind? You know, and there's something my mom says, like, my mom says a lot of stuff, but the one thing that always is in my mind is that too much of something is never good and too little of something is never good. You know what I mean? And obviously, it's because she comes from, like, a medical background, so obviously, like, you know, medicating and stuff like that. But that's one of the things that she said to me that just, like, is always in my head. And you can apply it in any, any, like, I apply it a lot when I, with food. I have a very complicated relationship with food. So when, uh, like, I apply that concept that she said to me with food. Like, too much of food is never good, but too little is never good either. You know what I mean? So don't, like, starve yourself if you're looking for something. You do need, your body needs food. And also, like, another thing my one teacher said is, like, um... What is it? It's excuses are like the crutches of the uncommitted or something like that. And that, I don't know like why that phrase just stuck to me. You know, it, like it didn't have to, but it's always in my head. And it makes me wonder like, why do these things, does it, is it, was like this phrase meant to, like does it mean something that it's, you know, stuck with you? You know, do, do you need this phrase in your life? And it's just so interesting. So listening to the mindset mentor this morning, there's like the whole concept of that episode has been like in my mind the whole day. So I forgot where I was going with this conversation now. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, with the dreams thing. So like with the dream coming true, like the actions you take today will, you know, define, you know, what happens to you or who you become and stuff like that. So I've been just thinking a lot. Um. But yeah. Then again, it's really nice to have dreams and goals, but I try to stay grounded. I think that's really important because when you, when I get too caught up in like the future, I forget to like appreciate the present and the now and just being grateful for what I have now, you know, because just the opportunity to, I guess, share whatever this is with, you know, you guys or the world or whatever, 
and just the opportunity to be alive and just everything it's you know some people don't get that opportunity so it only feels right for for me to be grateful for it and stuff like that so it's good to have dreams obviously motivates you but I think also remembering and reminding yourself to you know appreciate the now and be grateful for your situation or whatever well depending you know on what situation you're in but for me I'm just trying to be grateful and appreciative of everything around me and the people around me and the people I surround myself with making sure that they're you know the right people positive people because you know what they say you are a product of your environment so yeah I think that's that's kind of my vent gone um it's it's 11 now so I need to go sleep to wake up I've been getting a good amount of sleep in lately and I like it you know I think I watched this video or someone told me that you know what exams are stressful you want to study you want to get that information in obviously but don't what is it don't um don't let your sleep suffer if that makes sense so don't like study till like one or three in the morning and then you have to wake up at six or wake up at five o'clock and you only get two hours of sleep you know that doesn't really help much so i've been really prioritizing sleep like I've been going to bed like at eleven ten ish, and I wake up at like quarter past. Like okay, I wake up at like quarter to five, but I get up from the bed at quarter past five, so I have like three four alarms. Um, honestly, just because I like the feeling of you know being awake and going back to sleep, I like that feeling. But what was I saying? Oh, so that's like how many hours of sleep? Say like ten to five o'clock. That's like seven hours. That's pretty solid. And then sometimes it's six, six and a half. But I think I'm at a good like ratio. It used to be, I kid you not, three. And honestly, it's not because of studying. I would study till like 12 maybe or like two, one o'clock. And then I'd watch like a series, like three episodes and go to bed at like, you know, three in the morning and then wake up at five in the morning. There was literally a time where I literally did not sleep. I slept for 15 minutes and then I woke up and I actually felt energized. But then the end of the day, I hit a massive crash and I couldn't keep my eyes open. So I've really also through working out and watching, obviously, lifestyle health videos. Sleep is so important for you to perform at like peak, you know, performance is Sleep is, sleep is it. So, like, even when I'm in, ex- in exams, I think today was the only day where I was a bit tired, but in exams, in the morning, like, usually I would sit there and be exhausted. Like, I want to go to sleep. But now I just sit there and I don't necessarily need to, like, close my eyes. I, I'm Obviously, I can, but it's not like I'm exhausted. It's just, like, whatever. So, sleep has been the game changer. You know, even if I don't know all my work, at least I know that I got a good night, a good night, good night, um, what? A good night's sleep, is that good night's rest, I think. So, yeah, I think, actually, I'm done now, I'm done. I've been talking too much, and also I need to, I have to go sleep. So, with that being said, friends, family, it's been good. I enjoyed this episode very much. I don't know what what's gonna come next (laughs) 
but that's gonna happen on when that time comes but um i hope you enjoyed today's episode i had a lot of fun a lot of like you know pauses you might not have felt it but i definitely felt it so it definitely took me a while to get back into it and we have load shedding to thank for that so yeah that being said i'm not going to school on friday yay so i can sleep in oh and i don't have tennis practice on friday oh i'm gonna sleep in obviously my body's probably gonna wake up at like seven o'clock to be honest but it's fine i can go back to bed sleep in and i'm not really gonna have to study for anything because you can't really study for paper three you know i mean you can like get your creative juices flowing by whatever but how i get my creative juices flowing is by watching tv series period anyway before i go on another rant um if you made it thus far into the episode you already know you are a real one and you know how this goes i appreciate you i thank you and now when i say this i really mean it you know you'd think i'll just say it in the air but genuinely i appreciate you i thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to me um and just hang out and have a good time so i'm so grateful and appreciative and thankful for your support if you do whether that's just by listening sharing um rating reviewing i don't know you know i'm not going to pressure you into doing something you don't want to do but you can if you want if you want to support this and who knows what happens you know and with that being said hugs and kisses all around always and i will see you on the next one